Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I am Connor and I'm here with Mike and we're excited to be with you today. Uh, I think the title of our episode right now is something like texting and talking or or typing and talking. <laughs> we're off to a rough start already, Mike. Uh, texting while driving? No, what? not texting while driving. Also bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> typing and talking. And what we want to talk about, this will be a shorter podcast, but we, we wanted to maybe observe and just and try to point a few things out about this somewhat recent, uh, I guess, kind of phenomenon or, or thing you might see in society of a person whose life and job is, it kind of just consists of typing and talking. Um, people who spend all day recording podcasts, pumping out content. Um, this could be true, obviously, outside of the church, but even within the church, a lot of voices, um, people with influential podcasts, YouTube channels, blogs. Um, so, we just want to kind of dive into this and especially maybe point out um, the reality that uh, for a believer, life needs to consist of doing, not just talking, and just think a little bit about that. So, Mike, that was far too long of an introduction, but let me kick it to you. Uh, maybe you can give us some kind of some guide rails for where we're going uh, yeah. right now. I thought it was a great introduction. I'm oh, glad to have you back. I appreciate I'm glad that. to have you back. I'm glad to be I back. I rode solo last week. I guess, you know, I don't know if anyone heard it. I'm, I'm thinking we went over a million views last Probably week. Probably so. Yeah. 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 Once I'm pretty sure there, I went yeah. viral. Yeah, I, yeah, I went so. viral last week. I'm pretty sure. No, anyway. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about this this week just a bit because there was an article that was put up and I've actually been trying to find it. And for some reason, it's like gone. But it's it was th- there was a picture of of a person like a talking head side view just speaking into a microphone. And I think the whole crux of the article, I just read a little bit of it, but it was literally like, are you just typing all day and talking all day? And what kind of life are you living like? Uh, and I, it made me think of First John 3, verse 18 immediately. And here's what it says. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. So just this idea that you've got to live. It, you know, we talk a lot about PPP, right? Uh, preaching, praying, and peopling. And you've got you to pray and preach in the context of people. And I guess for anyone, really, but really for preachers and pastors, is it something where we um, at times can get a bit enamored with just typing all day long or, or you know, saying things? We live in a time of endless podcasts, just hour after hour mm-hmm. of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of our listeners, that's all they do is listen to podcasts all day, you know? So it's it's around that idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I um I read yesterday that every oh man, I'm forgetting now. Every I think day on YouTube there's an additional billion views of videos. Mm-hmm. That might that might, uh, might not be the right stat, but mm-hmm. the on it's like it, it's both the producer uh, side as well as the consumer side that that fuels this because people are happy to sit as well and listen. I mean, we could almost do another podcast Mike about listening versus doing, you know. Are you just an endless uh, content consumer v- uh, versus, you know, doing as well? But the verse that came to my mind was Ezra 7.10, for pastors especially. Um, for Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. So yeah. that's one that pastors go back to again and again, and rightly so, because it says yeah. Ezra sets his heart. He's, he's dedicated to studying God's law and then doing it and then teaching it. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to, to jump past that critical middle section of actually doing it. Um, being somebody whose life is, you know, characterized by wisdom, submission to God's word, love for people that's real and spills into every area of your life. So, Mm -hmm. Mike, anything else that you'd want to add before we bring this one towards a close? I thought we were just starting. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we have I, I I don't know where we're going with this one seriously. So we're both like, I don't know. Let's just Sorry start. That and was go. a false circle. But the no, runway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were circling the runway. We were coming in for the final approach, and I thought we were no, just taking we, off. No, we were going to a wholly yes. different uh, airport. Yeah. See, you know what? We're a little out of sync today. We're just not. We we still love each other, but we're just not. We're not on on point because we we didn't podcast last week. Together. That's right. Yeah, we've yeah. missed a few this we week. We were just too busy we've doing this things. summer. We've missed a few times we have. because we've you know so yeah. sometimes it's just been you, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just been me. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone's happy that we're together again. I hope so. And we're and and and, and Tanner's with us always. Yes. He's the constant. Yep. Tanner's the comp constant. So it's funny thing is I haven't I've been looking even as we're doing this I've been looking I can't find this article so okay let's just. Um, just let's cut just bring it to a close. Yeah. No, no, seriously. <laughs> so uh, let's do this. Let's let's be. It'll be like a short flight, and we're almost about to land. Let me just say this: what you just said, the Ezra passage, was great, and I and I think the way you turned it and said, well, "What about just like listening to stuff all day long instead of doing?" So there's this, maybe it's this temptation to be a typer and a talker, or or just actually take that take in other people's typing and talking. And thinking we're living the Christian life because we're it's all but it's all flat, you know. It's it's not there. Where's the the where's the nuances? Where's the contours of the Christian life? It really does happen with people. You know, when you're in a restaurant and you walk into a restaurant, or you happen upon a group and everyone is looking at a, a device, an electronic device, with their heads down. You ever been in in a in a place like I've been in my house before, where we're all sitting there on two couches. And for for some moments, we're all just looking at our at our phones. So yeah, we we, we can easily do this. So um, I love the fact of just sitting with someone, and they don't get distracted by their phone or anything. And you notice it. You know when you notice when you're sitting with someone, and they look at their device, and you're thinking, "Hey, am I still here?" Uh huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. What do you I think? I I guess I I have a few thoughts going through my mind. One thought is just that I think this is a theme throughout scripture it's just it's much easier to be a hearer than a doer you know Mm -hmm. and so it's really easy to actually even especially in our day and age there's just an endless supply of content and so even just your average person in the church could become someone who's like a youtube theologian you know just digesting (laughs) endless amounts of content well schooled in the doctrines of grace Uh, i'm not trying to like pick on a certain you know sure. caricature here but that that's yeah. out there i think mm-hmm. and and i think mike you probably we've both multiple times experienced things like this i'm sure you much more than me i'm just thinking of a few times somebody has has given me a stack they know you know i'm a pastor oh you should take this stack of books that i have and it's like a great stack there's like you know a lot of titles that we would um really appreciate and 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 yet you look at that person's life and you go man i don't know if i am quite seeing things you know connecting in your life from all these things that that you've cared about or at least at one point cared about so Mm -hmm. i'm just uh, that's a long and rambling way of saying it's super easy to know a lot of things it's even comparatively easy to be able to spout off good content Mm -hmm. but to live a consistent life yeah that takes the work of the holy spirit and it takes the the, you know community of the church a life invested in people um growing with others so those are the kind of things that we need to give ourselves to as well yeah totally and you know what's sobering is when you think about We've alluded to it already, but James chapter one, verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. It goes on. If anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, 
the word, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he'll be blessed in his doing. Well, the interesting thing is right before that, what comes before those words, right? Well, it says in verse 19, James 1, 19, know this, my beloved brothers, let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, mm -hmm. which is able to save your souls. Mm -hmm. And the idea of being quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Maybe that'll be my final thought I'll throw out. Is that yes. A lot of people apply that and they say, well, that means, um, you know, quick to hear everyone else talking, slow to speak when everyone else who's in the room and slow to anger at anybody who says something I disagree with. Now, that is an application possibly, but it's not in the context of this passage. That's not the meaning in the context of this passage. In the context of this passage, it's this. Know this, my beloved brothers, let everyone be quick to hear the word of God. Because in verse 18, it says, of his own will, the verse right before it, of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Right? In his sovereign grace, he's nothing but good, and he's done this. So be quick to hear the word of God, slow to speak a word against God, slow to anger against God. And the context, like when you're steadfast under trial and you're not blaming God and all of that, and then put away, you know, these things. The anger of man does not produce the righteousness God requires. The idea that if we're quick to hear the word of God and slow to speak a word against God, we're receiving it. And it gets to what I was preaching on Sunday, the idea of, you know, how we uh, approach the word, but also how we accept it. We have to accept it. We're going to approach it rightly. So I think... You know, this whole idea of, are, am I sitting there all day just saying words and uh, typing words or, or speaking words? I think that's a sobering thought to someone who loves words. But you've got to also, you know, if you love the Lord, you love people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and your neighbor as yourself. You've got to engage. Even if your words that you're typing and writing are all out of a heart of love for the Lord and people. You've got to at some point put the pen down, uh, put away the keyboard, and literally engage face to face with real people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and where if I would, I'm just trying to think what I might add. One thing that in light of what you just said, I always appreciate when you meet somebody who is well known in the Christian circles that we swim in or whatever, and then you meet them and they're just the most humble, down to earth person. You know, that's just a that's a really sweet thing. And you can't see someone's life in five minutes. I guess anyone could just mm -hmm. be sweet in the moment but nevertheless it's nice when you just get to interact with somebody in a more you know kind of informal setting and you go wow they're just a humble person and they're laughing and joking about their family or or sports or whatever so i have uh i have one more story i was going to share before we close but anything else from you mike before we land the plane well when you were saying that it reminded me of our friend alex strauch who wrote the book biblical eldership and a number of other books when we spend time with him he makes us feel like we're his closest friends. And he's not saying, by the way, did you read on page 53 of my book? He doesn't say anything about right. himself. You know, you ask him questions, he asks you questions, and it's a normal interaction. Mm -hmm. and it's because he's not all puffed up and enamored with himself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he doesn't. Doesn't that man does not take himself too seriously? Yeah, just humility. Yeah, he takes life seriously. Right, but and humility. He's, but yeah. he also jokes yeah. around. And he you know, does. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 
The last story I was just going to share was, and I've, I've, I heard a different pastor relay this, but uh, church service is happening, and a, a group of like insurgents, not like hostile, but people who had some message, they break into the back, and they start hollering and interrupting the service. And there was some kind of activist group that wanted to, um, you know, say something or, or break up the service for some reason. And one man um, stands up and goes and, and immediately whispers in the ear of the leader of this group, and they immediately stop talking. And basically the guy had just, he'd handled the situation with a, a lot of wisdom. And the, the person who was relaying this story said, how, how did that man have the you know, wherewithal to just go and do that and act so appropriate in the situation? And he said, because I've watched him almost every day for over the course of his life interact with people who are you know, homeless or, or whatever on the streets and just be kind to them and, and say a few words and go out of his way to be friendly to people. Um, that was just the fabric of his life. And so when a situation like that came up, the, the guy knew what to do. And then the, the punchline of all this was that that man was Rowan Williams, Archbishop of Canterbury. So mm. uh, not to make a point about Anglicanism, but to say <laughs> here's a guy who's like in some worlds, a respected theologian, authored many books, you know, the highest, you know, quote, position in the Church of England. But he's he's spending time every day to interact with real people and love. So that's just a story and probably a too long one. But Mike, anything else from you? No, I would just say, let's go back to First John 3.18. Let us not love with word or with tongue, but in deed and truth. Great, great place to close. Listeners, thanks for joining us. Hope that was an encouragement uh, to you to live for the Lord and with Him today. And we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. Have a great day.